Welcome back to Music is the Drug, the Cowboy Junkies podcast. I'm Dave Bowler and I write the biography of Cowboy Junkies, Music is the Drug. Once again today, with the help of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, we're going to take you through another of the band's songs. IKEA Parking Lot was finally released on the disc of previously unreleased material included in the Notes Falling Slow box set. It's the final song on that CD because, let's face it, what could you follow it with? For all that many critics lazily tag the junkies as the band with all the sad songs, usually there's a kernel of hope in them somewhere. Not this one. No. <laughs> this is this is the darkest song I've ever written. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's probably the most the darkest song, probably because it's a, it's a very honest song and it's uh, and it's set in an, <laughs> it's set in an IKEA parking lot, so you don't get much darker than that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about this song. It, it we will, I don't think we'll ever play it again. Uh, we we did play it for a bit um, when when it was originally written, and uh, it is it is just too it's just too dark. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some beautiful images in it that I love. I love the, um, uh, you know, the, the second verse. I think I don't think I love you anymore. Her words float, her words like a fist float beside him. Um, I, I really love that because, you know, unless you're from a cold climate, you don't, that image might not make sense. But, you know, if you're sitting in a car that's cold or anywhere that's cold, you're, you're you know, in, in, your breath condenses. So it sort of turns to vapor. So as you're, you can imagine your 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 words coming out of your mouth and turning into something and floating around, and so I, I really love that image. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a dark song. <laughs> I, I like you know the, the fact that it's in a car park and it's it's kind of like the banality of evil, which is the the banality of catastrophe. Like the, the world can fall apart anywhere; it doesn't need a big explosion it can be in a car in a car park yeah and i think that's you're right and i think that's what makes it all the more depressing because it's just so it's so um identifiable everybody's done that you know you get to a, you get to a place and it's a bit it's closed and you're waiting for it to open and especially if you're in a cold car it's like the worst you're sitting there's no there's no place to hide and if there's two people in the car and they're and they're having difficulties uh you know, again, you're trapped together and it's just, it's just, it's, it, it makes, I see this as a little, a little, you know, film vignette, you know, to me, it's just, it, it's, it could be a classic, uh, classic little film vignette for some weird little indie trailer or something. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, and I, I, I'll, you know, I like the way, I, I, again, to, to add to that sort of weird juxtaposition, you know, that in the last verse, um, her, her, you know, her words crystallize and the windows make beautiful patterns. That, again, that's a very cold climate thing where if you're sitting in a car and you're talking, you're warm, you're, your breath comes out, it's warm. And once it hits the windshield and which is really cold, it, it, it'll turn into, you know, beautiful crystal, you know, frost on the window. So there's lots of beautiful images in this song. So I, I, I like, I like the beautiful images compared to the, the sort of real, basic um, complete breakdown of a, of a relationship. While the action takes place outside Ikea, as the saying goes, well, the stores are available. I remember having an argument with Mike about how it should be Walmart parking lot to make it more accessible. I thought Ikea was a little elitist. <laughs> but he said, well, it's just a parking lot. <laughs> I said, yeah, I guess it's just a parking lot. 
it's a really eerie well, it's an eerie song, but I mean, the, 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 the arrangement and the, the playing on it is very unsettling. It's like, um, I know one of those late 60s French films kind of thing. It's got that yeah. atmosphere to it. I guess we were looking for a sound that, you know, sort of an inner psychological thing to match the characters, and somehow that came out. And, uh, yeah, I remember thinking at the time, it's a bit extreme, but... Maybe it'll, I'll go to like it, and I did, so I still like it. It, it. it was a little unsettling for us to wonder if, this is, if we got it, because it, it was a, a kind of a weird rendition of a song for us to do. But uh, yeah, it grew on us for sure. recording of it i mean we were talking about 17 seconds on the the recollection podcast a while ago and it this does go back to that root of the band that very minimalist kind of a feel and uh, it's really effective for that i think yeah it has to be you know this song just it, 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 it couldn't be anything but extremely minimalist you know as far as the lyric is concerned so um we're pretty good at doing that so if you know if you want to really go <laughs> really go down to the bottom we're, we're good at we're, we're good at uh we get it we're good at that so yeah, it's pretty minimalist. The whole, the whole the whole song lyrically is minimalist. The production's minimalist. The playing's minimal minimalist. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty dark song. Just looking for sounds, I think, and um, you know that's how, how we usually work it is just play a whole bunch of sounds to the track and see what works. It, it's become more interesting for us because we're able to um, to play it more. Play it, you know, I'm able to play a lot more keyboard stuff these days because I'm better at it. And I have a lot more keyboards to play, and um, I'm still kind of learning, especially the synth stuff. But you know, as far as just all key stuff, piano stuff, it's all very simple. You know, very simple playing. But it's uh, it's more finding the right notes. The same this the same approach that we have to our instruments, which is just finding the right notes and the right groove for it. And you know, it's not it's not about um, you know decoration or uh, you know playing a wall of sound or anything like that it's, it's just about you know it's just about finding the right the absolute right thing to put in there to put in a song and it can take a long time to do that because it you know your approach starts with something and ends up somewhere completely different and it takes a while to get there often which can be really boring and and often you'll you know forget about it and revisit it a week later try again but it, it is something that we we think is important to the stuff we've been doing the last few years for sure where you know a lot of the stuff is even dropping the idea of rhythm guitar and a lot of drum stuff goes by the wayside too if, there, if there's a good enough groove happening with you know say piano and bass by itself or whatever so we're able to just you know focus on sounds and, and that are outside of our instruments a little bit in the past and you know we still have control of it which is nice because in, in often in the Previous recordings, like from in the '90s, especially, we'd always bring in session guys because we couldn't we couldn't play anything else or any other instruments. So if we wanted a piano bit, we'd have to bring in a piano player, and we just spent so much time trying to explain to someone 
how, how how we think it should sound and because you know you're playing you're, you're playing with through a person person's mind right you're not playing the instrument so it's really difficult to um you know kind of control that and we come up with you know just examples like you know play like nikki hopkins or whatever but you know i never it's just really hard to get that way and um so we never really made it part of our thinking of foundational bits for a song. It was always like bass, drums, guitar, and then we'll see what happens later. But now we can just start with a, you know, a sound even like a sound, not even a, you know, not even a piano segment, but just just noises, sounds, and it sounds like that, which is you know fun for us at this point. You're gonna um, you're gonna be taking keyboards out in the road. You're gonna be like Geddy Lee with you know your bass and keyboard rack behind. Oh my god! You know, I happen to I happen to see that. That's that's on TV all the time these days. They um, <laughs> and it's just so weird. This guy with with a bass on him playing a little little Moog. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's not a good look. <laughs> Looks like there'll be no reworking of Twenty One Twelve on the next Junkies cover album. Then their most recent studio recording, Songs of the Recollection, is a collection of covers by Bob Dylan, The Stones, The Cure, Graham Parsons. Neil Young and others. You can get that at cowboyjunkies.com as well as the new limited edition vinyl version of Sharon, the long lost junkies album. The authorised biography Music is the Drug is available from the band too. Cowboy Junkies are back on the road with tour dates coming up in Europe, Australia and New Zealand and a special New Year's Eve show in Saratoga. Keep checking the website for news of those shows. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it add reviews, and do everything else it needs doing on social media. We're really grateful for your support. If you're a Spotify user, you can follow our growing podcast playlist. All the details of that and everything else is in the show notes. We'll see you next week.